0: You are listening to Weekend Perspective, and I'm Terry Barr. And joining me this morning, Jennifer Rosen Hines. Now, Jennifer is with Moms Demand Action and uh, the area Moms Demand Action has some pretty cool things coming up where you can get involved as well. Jennifer, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you Great. know, for people listening, um, and maybe they've heard about Moms Demand Action, but
1: maybe they're not quite sure what you are doing.
0: What, what is this?
1: So Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America is an organization we've been around for almost six years now. It was founded uh, right after the shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School school and for a lot of people that was really a turning point where people said you know things have to change in America Um, you know we have these fundamental rights that are guaranteed to us by the second amendment but with those rights also come responsibilities and we can both respect the second amendment and at the same time also make meaningful changes to our laws so that you know People like domestic abusers uh, don't have access to firearms, um, so it really is about balancing those things um, and making sure that our kids and our communities are safe. There's so much I want to ask you, and, and, and first I want to ask you personally: mm-hmm. Why did you decide to get involved in this? Um, you know, I was I was really sick of feeling powerless. Um, you know, moms, every single day, we put our kids on the bus. And that's the single bravest thing that we do. We want to wrap them in a bubble, we want to protect them. And, um, and we can't, we have to let them go out into you know, their schools and the communities and live their lives. So uh, knowing that we can't control what happens to our children when they go out into the universe. um, I I decided that I, I needed to not feel helpless. And so my way of, of not feeling helpless is by actually doing something, trying to make a change. And it's something that uh, there's a lot of good data out there to back the fact that we can be safer. Um, and these are changes that we've seen made in, in different states, and we can see the effect that these laws have, and that, um, you know, people are still obviously uh, gun owners, hunters, hunters. People still can have their guns, but we can have reasonable solutions like universal background checks.
0: See, and I think that's fascinating that when you started to talk about Moms Demand Action and gun rights and responsibilities, mm-hmm. you indicated that, you know, the right people can have and, and use it responsibly. Absolutely. But then you also mentioned domestic violence abuse. Yes. And you're working toward trying to help Absol- survivors and victims.
1: Yes. Tell absolutely. Us about that. So every uh, month in America, on average, 50 women are killed by their partners. Um, we know that domestic violence is an issue all across America. It's something that is experienced by people of all races, all ages, um, and all genders. And uh, so it's something that when a a domestic abuse victim leaves their perpetrator, that is the single most dangerous time for them. Um, And we have organizations locally like DAIS, Domestic Abuse Intervention Services, who really help people during that time of transition and help keep them safe. Um, You know, we need to have laws like red flag laws that would allow for police to confiscate a weapon from a convicted domestic abuser uh, for a certain period of time, something that would be adjudicated by a judge, um, to help make these victims safer. Um, and so our Wear Orange event in Madison uh, On the weekend of the 8th and 9th of June, we are going to be collecting things for DAIS, for Domestic Abuse Intervention Services. It's a real easy way for people to um, acknowledge the great work that they do in the community Mm -hmm. and also the toll that gun violence has.
0: What are you you collecting? For people listening and they know they might be going to the event, what Mm -hmm. could they bring just to... Show support and, and help out. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're
1: going to be at the Marquette Waterfront Festival, which yes. is a great time every year. Um, and you know, there's there's a list up on the Dais website, but some off the cuff things that they're looking for. Um, they are looking for African American hair care products, women's underwear, men's underwear, girls' boys' underwear. Mm-hmm socks you can get those great you know multiple packs like at target or costco real easy to just toss in with your shopping uh deodorant you know the basics like that that people really need when they're in transition some are starting over so yeah important items yeah
0: I want to go back to also you mentioning Wear Orange. Yes. Um, And this ties in, obviously, with the work you are doing. Absolutely.
1: Tell us about that. So Wear Orange is a National Day of Gun Violence Awareness. And you might ask, why orange? Mm -hmm. Orange isn't a color that you see walking around every day necessarily people wearing. And the... um, it came from, there was a woman named Hadea Pendleton. She lived in Chicago. She was a young woman. And uh, at a week after she uh, participated in the second inauguration oh, of I Obama, mm-hmm. she was shot and yeah. killed in a park in Chicago. Her favorite color was orange. So originally it really started as a very local tribute Uh, You know, and a remembrance of the loss of life of one woman. But orange is also the color that hunters wear when they go into the woods that says, see me, I am not a target. Right. And really, everyone in America deserves to feel safe when they go to uh, the public pool, when they're in school, when they go to the mall or to the movies, when they go to church. Um, American people really need to be able to feel safe. And so orange is a color that signals, um, you know, that, that any of us really could be victims of gun violence and uh, that it's not something that we're standing for. We're surrounding the survivors and people who have been touched by gun violence. We're wanting to protect them. Mm-hmm. But we also respect that, that everyone deserves to feel protected and safe in America.
0: Do you invite then, and, and I'm just going to guess, that everyone should wear orange this next weekend?
1: Absolutely, mm-hmm. the entire weekend. Uh, you know, starting Friday, we have uh, an event in Milwaukee where National Gun Violence Awareness Day is going to be declared by Lieutenant Governor Um Mandela Barnes Uh, we have Madison already has a proclamation but even in small towns in Whitewater and Stevens Point we have things going on and when you wear orange you know, if enough people wear orange, it really does garner attention. And another thing you can do is we have Facebook profile filters so that you can turn your profile orange. Many people say like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't see people during the day. Change your profile orange and get the conversation going.
0: You know, I love this because this gets everybody working hands-on, whether like you're saying on social media or dropping off things to help others. When when you got into this, what was your biggest thing? What was your goal, I guess, in some ways mm-hmm. personally and maybe for the group too mm-hmm. that you wanted to really see happen?
1: You know we have a, a lot of different goals. It, you know, in terms of specific legislation, we were able to get um, the you know background check bill through the House, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. Um, it has now been almost a hundred days since that passed in the House, and there has been no movement in the Senate. Um, and it really, that this is this is an issue that the majority of Americans agree on. Mm-hmm. Almost ninety percent of Americans, gun owners, non-gun owners, Republicans, Democrats. We all agree that we should have universal background checks on every single gun sale. And yet we haven't been able to push that through. So that is a huge, you know, really no-brainer kind of thing that we need to get done uh, in order to make people feel safer. So that, I would say, legislatively is is our biggest goal. I think my biggest goal as a human being, though, is that every time I do something, I'm, effect- I'm making myself 100% more effective if I talk to one other human being and this raises their consciousness about yeah. safe gun storage or about, you know, the effects of gun violence. This is something that we can actually do something about and we're not powerless.
0: I want to bring it back around to we, we started talking about um, putting your kids on the school bus and and mm-hmm. off they go and mm-hmm. you hope they're safe from the time they leave till the time they come home. Um, Is that pretty much the driving force, do you think, for many people? Or is it really this bigger picture of... How do we make a difference in everybody's lives? Yeah,
1: I think that uh, you know every person what what it is that touches them is is different. I think that the you know that mass shootings that happen in places like you know churches and and uh, schools those are things that really grab the headlines and grab people's attention, but they also I think make people feel hopeless yeah and yes. out of control. And I think that people's entry point to this can be so various. They could be, you know, they could be, uh, you know, domestic abuse survivors. They could be, uh, you know, two thirds of the gun deaths in America every single day are by suicide. So that's a whole issue that we're not talking about. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people rightly say that we have mental health issues in this country and, you know, breaking stigma and delivering care. But, um, you know, the fact remains that the number one predictor of suicide by gun is the ownership of a gun. Yes. You are five times more likely to die of suicide just by owning a gun. Wow. That's the number one predictor, not mental health. So... Access to firearms, storing firearms mm-hmm. safely and away from somebody who doesn't have the judgment necessarily uh, to have access, like kids, unintentional shootings. Oh my
0: gosh, yes. I mean, there's yes. so much
1: to talk about. Yeah. But everybody is affected in one way or another. You know, someone. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess what I want to do now is ask you for people listening. Where can they go if they want to, especially right now? Mm -hmm. Where can they get more information?
1: The best place to go is wearorange.org. And that's just one word, wearorange.org. And you can go there, you type in your zip code or your town, and you'll see where uh, the Wear Orange event near you is going on, what's going on. We have fun walks. We have community carnivals. We are, uh, like in Madison, we're going to be at the Marquette Waterfront Uh, festival. We are all over the state. So come and find us. Even if you can just come and you're wearing an orange t-shirt, we get that resonance. Uh, Take a selfie, put it on Facebook, let other people know. um, And that starts the conversation that we can have this uh, really nuanced debate that's not for or against guns, but it's about reasonable solutions. That's brilliant
0: in fact Jennifer please come back our time went too fast Mm -hmm. and I thank you so much for coming in to talk about this and be sure to look for Jennifer and everyone wearing orange that's going to be coming up this weekend at Marquette Waterfront Fest Jennifer Rosenhines oh my goodness thank you so much thanks so much for having me and Jennifer again is with Moms Demand Action and Wear Orange you are listening to Weekend Perspective